Welcome back to another episode of Buzz with Buds. This is your host, Kurt. And today, the beer, the one, the legendary, uh, by Deschutes Brewery, the Obsidian Stout. Uh, it's made in Oregon, so that means you know it's good because it's, it's from where all the hippies come from, I guess. Um, it's got 55 IBUs, international bittering units, so it'll be pretty hearty. And it's 6.4% alcohol, so at least it's not, you know, like drinking piss. <laughs> well, let's give it a shot. Cool. That's fucking stout. I'll tell you what, that's not uh, something that you'd want to just, you know, have hanging out by the pool, but it's got a good flavor. It kind of isn't too overbearing, doesn't kind of gammy up your mouth, so at least you won't be able to... We should be able to enjoy other things for the rest of the night, but cool. It's a thick flavor, I tell you what. So, I know everyone's been kind of curious uh, why uh, we're not doing the video podcast anymore. Um, I figured we needed to take a break from the video as well as like the, you know, Facebook Live and everything like that because um, in order to kind of get back to the roots of the show, and kind of focus more on like the satire and the conversation everything like that uh we had to step away from doing video that way we could focus purely on you know what we're saying in the conversation everything like that um thus to improve the content and you know make it better for people because i know you know there's only a certain number of people that actually watched you know on facebook and everything like that and so um you know it's basically like going stepping back to kind of build up a core in order to move forward in the future and, and you know, and in in hoping to eventually find, um, you know, some more people to be on the show more consistently. That way I have more entertainment and uh, more steps throughout the process. That way it's not, you know, all me doing everything uh, when it comes to distribution and stuff like that. Um, so that's just like an update for y'all. I, I know it's been kind of weird, like how uh, just one week, you know, we're doing live video and everything like that and then a week later it's not happening so just wanted to kind of get that out there that way everyone knows that we're not just you know fucking off and not doing video just because uh we are you know too lazy or anything like that it's just at the beginning at the end of the day um you know podcast is supposed to be you know audio and so until we can focus and really nail down the audio portion of it i think the video will just have to wait at least until we can get some more help that way we can focus on more than one thing at a time um so, <laughs> um, other than that, everything's been pretty great. Um, we, I just launched the new um, Space Otter Media, which is a advertising marketing company that I own and do work for and kind of promote and everything like that. So it's, it's been a lot of time consumption. If you want to feel like checking it out, it's uh, spaceottermedia.com. Uh, it's been it's been really exciting the last couple of weeks. You know, to see what's going on with the whole program and everything. Um, so it's been a lot of fun and, um, hopefully at some point after, you know, raising some money and everything like that, we'll be able to bring even better video content to y'all. Um, just know that it's all in the future and it's going to happen. It's just a matter of time and, you know, kind of figuring out when is the best time to execute and everything like that. That way we can have a strong foundation to work off of. Cause once we get enough equipment and everything like that, then, the, you know, the sky's the limit. There's a lot of stuff that I've been working on, you know, independently, um, just trying to figure out 
how to best bring the content out to y'all without half-assing or anything like that. Um, so it, it's, it's going to be exciting these next couple, the next few months. I'm, I appreciate everyone who's been kind of hanging out with us for uh, since the beginning. I think it was like last like July or August. I can't even remember at this point. I'll have to actually check back and look. But it, it's been an exciting time thus far. So, I mean, <laughs> it's too late to stop now. Uh, so, anyways, back to the, uh, you know, what brings you all here. <laughs> um, so, this past weekend, it's it's been kind of an exciting time. I had a few people that were coming into town. It's finally, you know, hitting to be summer in Dallas. And by summer, I mean, like, it's over 75 degrees. So, that automatically means it's nothing but tank tops and swimsuits and getting drunk by the pool. Um, on Saturday, it was, it was a kind of a struggle to find out because our buddy who is, we were originally supposed to go hang out at his pool because, you know, the one at my apartment isn't the greatest just because the size and I want to be hanging out and have a bunch of like random people show up that I don't know. And so we decided to go over to a different apartment, (laughs) which I can't, I won't disclose. Um, we decided to go over there and drink a bunch of beer, and then we sh- uh, a couple other like Jeff and his who showed up with uh, tons of fajita meat, and so I uh, had like a big cookout and everything. He made a shitload of tacos. Like oh, I ate at least ten of them. I swear, you know, you usually start out with three and you let everyone else kind of get their bits, and then I just went to town. Just I don't know, just the, just the mixture of hanging out at the pool all day, you know, polishing off a twelve pack. Uh, I don't know what interacted with my stomach to make me so hungry that day, but it definitely had quite the impact. I'll admit I'm pretty impressed with myself with how much meat I was eating. But, you know, when when it's coming, like, I don't know if, like, any other one else is aware of, like, Old Meech O'Connor or any, like, like, Hispanic grocery store like that where they have meat that you can buy by the pound and pound for pound. But they obviously already pre-season it, so by the time you get it, you just take it home, you ch- chop it up, you cook it on the grill, and then your life is just never the same. And it's, oh, there's like chicken and fajita meat and cheese and green salsa or salsa verde, how, however, however your uh, denomination likes to say it. But it was, I definitely went to town on that. And uh, so the pool started to chill out. Um, Kathleen obviously had to whip out this giant Pegasus floaty, which you'll probably see a picture on my Instagram for that, of uh, how much fun we had with that thing. And it was it was just a good time all together, just hanging out at the pool. And then uh, I found out that one of our friends is having a college graduation party uh, that afternoon. So I was like, fuck yeah, let's do it, you know? <laughs> I'm a little sunburnt. And by sunburnt, I mean like... Whenever I got home, I took my hat off, and from where that line is, underneath the bottom part where the the snapback is, where it snaps together, uh, there was a very distinct line that went straight across my forehead that, you know, kind of outlined that. So here I am walking around with, like, this giant white streak across my forehead where the sun didn't hit. And so um, I'll be paying for that for the next couple weeks, or a couple days, sorry. But, oh, it was totally worth it. And so after the pool, I decided to go back home, showered, you know, manscaped and everything because I got to make an appearance. I got to look nice. I got to have fun. And so I get home and I shower and, you know, do my business and then get ready and get dressed and I leave. 
And so I show up to my friend's house, we meet and everything like that, and we're all hanging out. And then they whip out like this giant, like pounds and pounds of crawfish. So that's even more food that I had to eat. I mean, I'm not that big of a fan of crawfish just because it feels like too much work for how much food you're getting, unless it's like, you know, an all day thing where you're just munching on crawfish the entire day, like how at a uh, last year, um, I don't think we were doing the show at this point, but we were doing the, uh, we went to Shuck and Jive because they were having an all you can eat crawfish deal, which, you know, has enough to say in its own, which on top of that, they had $2 Paps Blue Ribbon cans. So that was worth it even more to where it was just a full day. We got there at like noon and just drank and ate crawfish till about five or six. And then we were supposed to go to the Rangers game, which we did. I just don't remember it. Like I, I was there. I was physically present there. <laughs> it's just after we got there, you know, people were like, oh, let's take shots. And I was already at that point. So obviously I can't say no just because I have no self-control, which isn't a big deal. But <laughs> definitely uh, was paying for that that afternoon. Um, but yeah, so anyways, we were at this crawfish bowl graduation party thing and everyone was running around we had like three beer pong tables going and then someone had the genius idea to start doing keg stands. And so as soon as that started and everyone was just eventually like getting more and more intensely drunk, which was pretty fun. I'll admit, like I did, I did a keg stand myself. I didn't last as long as some people just because I've got a shallow gullet, uh, I don't know if that's a real word, but I can't quite chug cold beer as fast as other people. I don't know why. It's just, I think I just have too much self-respect, but that's neither here nor there. Um, but it was it was definitely a really good time. And then I knew like my friend Josh was in town because he was at the pool with us earlier that day. And I was like, oh, I got to go fucking, you know, hang out with Josh after this. And so I leave the crawfish bowl party, and I, I probably should have just went home after this, just because, or at least relaxed on the drinking for a little bit. Sorry, I had to yawn. Um, but you know, me and just you know, can I tussle through to the rest of the day? Can I keep going? And then I get there, and um, so I do this really cool thing where, if I start to feel like really uncomfortable, I'll just leave. I won't say bye to anybody or anything like that. It's just weird. And so I get to our buddy's apartment and started drinking even more. And then I thought we were going to be going to the shops. Because I was cool with that. I was like, you know, that's fine. I can just drive and go home after that. It's not a big deal. And then as soon as I get there, they're like, oh, no, we're going to Deep Elm instead. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Fuck that. I'm I'm going home. Sorry, guys. I'll uh, see you later. I mean, I didn't leave right after they told me, but I uh, didn't stick around for long. It was maybe like another 20 minutes, and I was just sitting there. I was like, dude, fuck this. I'm leaving. <laughs> and so I got home, and I made some some Cocoa Pebbles, and I, I passed out pretty hard. And, um, yeah, that was the end of my day, and I woke up. I didn't really feel that hungover, but I had a mad headache. And, like, headaches are disabling to me. I don't know why. Like, I can handle, like, the sick stomach and everything like that. You know, I can deal... But when it's like a headache that just feels like someone's smacking me in the back of the head consistently with every motion I make, like it was so bad that it made me fucking vomit. <laughs> so it was it was a pretty interesting experience uh, yesterday morning, just because I've never really drank in beer for that long. Usually, like there's a fair mix of liquor involved, which you know kind of leads up to some of the pain. Um, but I was supposed to, I was hoping to be able to go and like cook dinner for my mom and everything yesterday afternoon, just because it was Mother's Day, and I hope everyone else had a 
fantastic Mother's Day and got to spend time with their families and say hi to their mom and cook and do all the cool stuff that families do. Um, I was going to cook, but then my mom got home and she was like, no, nah, I'm just going to go to bed. And so we both decided to just sleep it off for the rest of the Sunday, <laughs> which is not, not bad. Every kind of, every person's family is kind of different. You know, mine's, it's, it's a little different than everyone else's where it's not so much like tightly packed and we don't really hold those like, you know, object, they're not objectified. <laughs> it's like, uh, different holidays to such a high standard as most people would. Um, but it was it was a good day. Uh, I spent pretty much the entire day watching the Vampire Diaries, and that was I know that sounds kind of gay, but don't don't fucking hate on it. Vampire, it's a good show, and you kind of caught up on like everything like Dragon Ball Super and everything like that, which is just getting fucking intense. Um, I don't know how how many people watch like Dragon Ball Super that listen to this, but um, if you haven't seen it yet, you're definitely in for a surprise, especially with this uh, female saying if you made it to a certain extent. Um, there's this female saying that's been introduced and, you know, from the credits, it's obvious to tell like by the similarities that she's going to be basically like a female Broly, which is just going to be, you know, fucking amazing, which compared to comparatively, like with how strong Goku and Vegeta are, it's not going to make much of a difference, but still, it's still a matter of fact that, um, she is, there's a presence of, you know, female Super Saiyan. So it's, it's definitely game changing. I don't know if they brought that in just because of the, you know, the dynamic of how um, social situations are now to where they're trying to be more dynamic and diverse and everything like that. Um, I'm only curious because, you know, maybe we'll, we'll eventually see like a black Super Saiyan or something like that. That'd be, that'd be pretty interesting to see like what they'd turn, you know, different colors and everything like that, like some kind of green. I don't know. I don't want to be too judgy, but um, I know that it's going to be pretty badass with this upcoming tournament. I know it should be within the next like episode or so that they finally get started or at least get introduced to everybody. That is what's been taking so long, and it's been a lot of filler. Um, not so much like really intense filler, but it's more like reintroducing characters that are, you know, don't really need as much of a reintroduction as you would think. And so... Um, with that, um, we move on to the Urban Dictionary Word of the Week. Uh, for all of you that don't know, uh, what might be a flug blug? You know, I was kind of curious myself whenever I first saw it. It's it's kind of intriguing the way it's said. It sounds like something made up, like straight out of Rick and Morty, like some kind of weird alien, like sex toy or something like that, like a like a, a Martian pocket pussy or something on somewhere. Um, actually, it's it's not. It's it's the act of it's it's actually kind of a romantic gesture if you think about it. Um, it's the act of shoving one's testicles into a pipe, preferably that of the vaginal kind. Um, and what that what that means is basically um, doing the whole you know peach. Uh, peach placement into a tight confined space which I don't know how that would really work because I personally I don't prefer to like touch you know I don't want to do anything that involves my little my little jimmies you know those are you got to take care of them and everything like that it's a kind of a delicate spot like even if I just you know barely sit in a very uncomfortable place for too long and you know they start to ache or like you know, you women don't understand, like, the pain of whenever you go to, like, sit down in your car and all of a sudden you realize that you're sitting on top of your scrot. 
and it, it's very like jolting and it, it's a it's a frightening moment because you don't know if you just crushed one of your little babies you know and especially if you crush one you don't want to crush the one that's making up all the you know the soldiers they're gonna fight for battle for the womb no i mean they, they're gonna fight each other it's kind of like a uh like a Hunger Games type of battle to get to the egg. I, I can only imagine that. Um, <laughs> well, anyways, everybody, I'm about to be right back after this short break, and be sure to stay tuned. Love ya. Welcome, welcome back. Well, well, well welcome back. <laughs> uh, so, um, during the break, I kind of fucking uh, did some funny shit. Um, anyways, so, uh, back on the topic of Mother's Day, um, I, I actually have like a pretty, a pretty funny circumstance. In the sense that um, my my mother's birthday comes two days before uh, actual Mother's Day, so that's that's always been an exciting time for my life because it's uh, it's more of like a sense of okay, so you got to double down, but you know it's kind of worth it at the end because you know you're not gonna, killing two birds with one quintessential stone. So I, I guess you know if you if you want to look on the bright side, you know there it is. Um, but no, I, uh, actually for her, uh, the night of her birthday or the day before her birthday, cause I'd know that on a Friday night trying to get my mother to, uh, come kick it with her, you know, old son is kind of a, a far, few and far between. Um, not because, you know, she's my mom just, you know, I'm way too cool. And it's just, it just wasn't, it wouldn't work out, you know, me outshining her and everything like that. Just cause I'm. I am a pretty cool guy sometimes. Um, no, but I took I took my mom to go see that new Beauty and the Beast movie, which I know I'm very far behind, but it was actually very, very impressively good. Like the guy who played Gaston was perfect, especially the the his little hand handmade guy. He was he was funny as shit, and I can't remember what other movie he played in. Um, I'm sure I could find out real quick, but I know that he he was really good, and um, I know, um, like, Belle was, oh, absolutely enchanting. Was her uh, Emma Stone? No, not Emma Stone, being a dumbass. Um, hold on, let me, let me, let me, uh, just check this. <laughs> Emma Watson, not Emma Stone. God, I'm a dumbass. Um, but she was just perfect, you know. I really hope that that was her actually singing because, you know, that kind of builds up, you know, especially like a woman. You know, whenever she's not only attractive, she sings well. That's just kind of a oh, uh, Josh Gad is the guy of the name. Um, he's he's actually pretty funny. I can't remember what other movie he's played in, um, but I know he is. He's a pretty clever guy, and he's always been pretty funny, especially like in the wedding room when he played um, that hopeless dork that got married. To the, I mean, obviously, in the wedding ring, he should have known. Like, she's way too fine just because he's rich. You know, it's it's a weird deal. Um, but <laughs> let me ramble on. Um, 
but Beauty and the Beast was great, and it especially was like it was really good, especially um, because he kind of brings back all those old songs you know from your childhood, and you know you really kind of when you get to hear him like firsthand, like in like a real live studio. Now, what I, the only, my only concern or like you know complaint about the movie is that I wish that um, they would have gotten the same woman who sang the original version. You know how she's all like old and shit right now. Um, they should have gotten her to come back and sing, sing that song, uh, Beauty and the Beast, the the part where they're dancing and doing all the emotional shit that you know everyone just loves. And I, I'll admit, I, I kind of, I got a little, I didn't get you know misty eyed, but I, I was like, oh, you know, you kind of feel like that uh, euphoric, like take you back kind of feeling um, that we get so often today, especially. Um, whenever we see like some of our old favorite movies coming back to life and are put portrayed in real life as its own, um, which actually kind of, it, it's kind of exciting because in like, I think 2018, at some point they're going to have the live action Lion King movie. Um, they're bringing out the Incredibles two and God, we waited how long for that. Um, I didn't even think it was going to actually happen, but I guess they finally got their head out of their asses and realized that what we wanted was the second Incredibles movie, you know? I mean, it's not too much to ask for. It's we want a sequel. We want to see Jack Jack be a little badass, you know. It's just some of the things that we need, you know, to complete our childhood. And like once I see, you know, conclusion of the Incredibles, um, you know, live action Lion King and everything like that. I just hope they don't try to oversell it with the CGI. Like they need to at least have some like try to keep it as realistic looking as possible. you know, kind of keep it close to its roots. Um, but it, it was really good, and I'm actually, um, really want to see that new, I can't remember what movie it is. It's the one with the Hispanic chick who plays guitar. She kind of goes, like, to the land of the dead or whatever, but that looks really good. And I don't know why, like, um, it does, but it just looks very appealing to me. Like, I haven't seen Moana or anything like that yet, or I haven't even seen Frozen just because I heard Frozen was fucking awful. Now, I know I tell, like, little kids and everything like that. It was, like, a masterpiece for people to, you know, weep over in the middle of the night and, you know, buy giant stuffed animals of snowmen with loppy heads. Um, but I know that it was, it was a lot similar to, you know, the basic plot of, like, Tangled. You know, how the damsel and all that kind of stuff up in the tower and the powers and everything like that. It was a little ridiculous. Um, kind of like rehashing the storyline, but I, I'm not one to bitch just because I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm a 20, almost 23 year old dude, you know, complaining about Disney movies. Um, that's neither here nor there. Um, I know that it's, it's really exciting with all these coming back. It's, it's almost like they're making them for the adult version of the kid that watched them originally. Now I haven't seen like the jungle book or anything like that live or Tarzan just cause it's, I don't know. It's it's not really the same just because they tried to change the story a bit. I don't know how much or to what extent, but I'm sure I'll eventually get to it. They need to hurry up and get back onto Netflix so I can chill out and watch that. And, and uh, if they could hurry up and make a live-action Hercules movie, that would really, really top it off for the for the year. But, uh, you know, I'll settle for, you know, The Incredibles 2 and, you know, a couple other movies like that. Um, but... And, uh, you know, kind of opposite, uh, I've noticed like a really weird trend. It's not really weird. It's just kind of like excessive, 
um, with these fidget spinners and fidget cues. And, like, the fidget cue, that's a great idea. It's, like, something you can, like, sit there and fuck with for hours. And, like, I've played with one. I've kind of, like, tapped on it a little bit. I could, I realized that, like, if I had one of those at my desk and I, would, I couldn't focus and if I was started to play with that, you know, flipping the little switches and pressing buttons and whatnot, it would definitely really kind of keep my focus and keep my attention at what I'm supposed to be doing. But I, I really don't understand the, the appeal for the spinners. I mean, like, you hold it in your hand, you, like, try to spin it, and you can't really get it, like, as fast or however you want it. And then some of these kids, dude... Some of these kids out there are like are putting up YouTube videos how they actually get hit by a spinner going 999 miles an hour. Like, what the fuck is that all about? Come on. And like, I remember I saw one um, where this kid like hit himself in the eye and then like rubbed like fake blood on, on his eyelid and everything. I was like, dude, you gotta be fucking kidding me. <laughs> these kids are imaginative though. I like it. You know, I like that we're kind of coming into an, in an age where everyone wants to document everything. It's going to be really great, especially, like, like at least whenever I, like, get older, like, all the, like, the stupid shit that I did whenever I was a little kid, you know, is kind of off the radar, you know, back on VHSs and everything. But, like, it's kind of dangerous now because, like, Snapchat and everything, you might think it's gone forever, but it's not. You know, it's, like, in some vault somewhere that the owner of Snapchat's, like, secretly keeping to himself and, like, jerking off to it at night uh, just to the thought that he has all these scandalous pictures that people take and at any moment he can get whatever he wanted. And so it's it's pretty risque, and I, I'll admit I like the danger, but, <laughs> like, I wonder, like, whenever the next person to run for president is going to, you know, in, like, 20 years, if they're going to be like, well, yeah, when you were a kid, you used to search up, you know, weird porn whenever you were at home and then the other one come back well yeah but you used to like uh direct message chicks at three o'clock in the morning trying to sleep with them uh when you were really drunk even though you had a girlfriend it's like uh, i can't imagine that like the state of political you know debate and everything like that's gonna get much more mature it's if anything it's gonna deprecate and go into like a shallow decline of just people talking shit to each other uh, about stuff they did back in their past or like oh here's a here's a video of uh you know john johnny had a sticks throwing up in the back alley and punching some bouncer in the face when he was 22 and it, it'll eventually get to like that pettiness level to where everyone's just kind of throwing bricks at each other with their own bullshit on it and it's just kind of <laughs> a funny deal to think about and i'm, I'm pretty excited because you know, I eventually have dreams of uh, becoming the president or at least, you know, at least America's first dictator. You know, that way I can kind of get the world back to its normal state and be like, all right, listen, we're going to we're gonna basically eliminate everything and start fresh because that's just what we need as a human species so we can stop fucking up the planet. We're going to start caring for animals and making them bang and everything like that. Not watching, of course. We're going to just put them in a room, you know, throw a little bit of... Uh, KY jelly in there for some owls or something, some of the endangered species, and bring them all back to where they're almost overpopulated. I think um, the fact that humans most—I don't—I don't think humans overpopulate the planet. I think we are in certain areas, but I think if we just had some disbursement, like maybe send a bunch of people from like Detroit and Michigan to kind of integrate into like the middle of Africa to kind of spread out some of the people, you know, get them to learn about each other i think that'd be like a really good solution like kind of you know slimming down some of these population areas 
populated areas to where we can kind of disperse, you know, attention to people and everything like that and jobs and everything. Um, but I, I'm kind of excited. I'm, I'm happy that I have a consistency in my job. I couldn't imagine not working. I'd freaking lose my mind if I wasn't working constantly. I think I'd have too much time on my hands. That's why I've actually been looking for a, you know, a second job just to work on the weekends. So I have an excuse to tell people why I can't hang out with them. And, uh, that's been the mission thus far, but uh, we'll see how it goes. I mean, I've got a pretty, pretty ex- extensive resume. I'm not, I'm not getting toot my own horn, but uh, you know, toot toot. Now, in other news, uh, people are you know getting harassed on flights again. I don't know what the fuck's going on with the customer service departments or what have you but we have i've seen millions of videos about some family that got asked to get off of a delta flight and got threatened with violence and shit um i've never seen the conclusion of the video just because every time i see it it's like six o'clock in the morning and you know just like i do that nobody wants to see that shit first thing in the morning like when you're just getting to work and you're you're hanging out and you just trying to drink your coffee and relax and then you see some bullshit on uh you know, Facebook, which is, it's, it's a culprit. I mean, you kind of addicted to it just because you like to see like all the cool shit and like you kind of have nothing better to do, but it, God, it's just the worst thing to start off your day. <laughs> and so I usually try to stay away from it. Like I'll, I'll like pay attention to it for a little bit. I'm like, wait, no, I can't be tainted by this. Not this early in the morning. I haven't even eaten my pop tart yet, which, um, yeah, it'll be a cold day in hell to actually, you know, lose sleep over some of those videos. But at the same time, like, I'm not going to, you know, say that I won't, you know, fly on, you know, Delta or United just because they're beating people down. Because obviously it's not in the protocol. But, um, you know, it, it's something to think about whenever you're making a choice. You know, if you can go something that's like a little bit cheaper, but at the same time, you got to keep it economical. Um, well, anyways, everybody, I'm going to jump off here and uh, get back to working on some stuff. And uh, if y'all want any, if y'all have any ideas for a Urban Dictionary Word of the Week, be sure to let me know, as well as another beer to try. I mean, I'm, I'm nowhere near tasting all of them at a, you know, they keep coming out so consistently and I'm never really disappointed except during a couple of them. Um, but definitely give me a shout out to let me know if you want us to try a different beer or if you want us to, uh, use a word of the week. And, uh, as always be sure to, uh, stay frothy ladies and gents. You know, I love you.